0: The NI Golf Podcast with Paul Kelly and Morris J. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be listening to the NI Golf Podcast. Episode 46. 46. And we've taken the podcast on the road today and we're recording from Ardglass
1: Golf Club venue for the British Girls Amateur Championship. uh, August, that's 14th to the 18th. Indeed it is. And we've still got all the news from professional and amateur worlds. And we'll hear from Leona Maguire, Rory McIlroy, Shane Lowry and JP McManus. So
0: we're here in Ardglass today and we're recording from the clubhouse, a converted castle no less. It's the oldest building. Building used as a golf clubhouse anywhere in the world, dating back to 1405, which is roughly when you were born. Uh, we're here courtesy of the good people at the North and West Coast Links, and I'm not long in from the course itself, which, as I've mentioned before in the podcast, is going through a period of redevelopment. And who better to tell us about it than the general manager and indeed the golf professional here at Art Glass, Mr. Paul Vaughan? Hello there. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, thank you for your hospitality today, and uh, apologies that you had to witness the my appalling golf on the front line. No, I think we're both guilty of that, I think. Was a bit now, wasn't <laughs> I, I wasn't. Did he give you a wee lesson when he was there? A couple of wee tips. Okay, get yes. up was one of them. Lesser yes. said, less yeah. 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 said, the clubs away, Put the clubs away. Yeah. <laughs>
2: away exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, so, Paul, some fantastic changes happening here at our glass. Mm-hmm. Yep. We were out there today, witnessing some of the new bunkers and the new. You know, a lot of hedges have been taken mm-hmm. away. Yep. You can basically see water from every hole. It's a big development that you've been doing over the last year. Or so, yeah, it's huge. Um, even the the, view, the views
3: that you touched on there, like we have a lot of natural views, um, but there is a plan. To open up the areas where it's not as visible as maybe it should be, and it just creates a different look on the holes that that actually is the case. Um, But you know, you've seen for yourself the bunker development on holes 8, 14, 13. 14 is particularly interesting. It's it's really changing when you come up over the hill after hitting your tee shot, and well, maybe you didn't see it actually, you were that far (laughs) out.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I was in the bush,
3: <laughs> but um, you come up with the hill at fourteen, and there's just all these pot bunkers looking at you. And it, it's, I mean, it index eleven. Probably always played a little bit easier than that, but it's
0: certainly going to be down to. I would say somewhere around three or four now, definitely. Uh, you didn't bother turning the wind down today either. Now that was a first for a couple of clubs extra today. Definitely, yeah. Um, but have been doing that for many years, so we we try and work away at it. used to it. Yeah.
1: in terms of development, where are you as well. well? And where he's hoping to be with it in the next eighteen months.
3: Well, we're just we're just finished phase number two, um, and you, as you can see, a lot of it's revolved around bunkers and some mine lines and stuff like that. But so we just finished phase two, which was holes eight, 14, 13, and actually the practice ground, which you wouldn't have seen, but I'll make sure you see it before you go. Um, the the next we haven't decided on what we're going to do in phase three. Um, Budget and the Green Committee will decide that among themselves in the next couple of months, and then move into October. We'll, we'll start those plans again. But as as of yet, it's not hasn't been decided. See,
0: just looking in from from the outside, from an Irish perspective, there just seems to be a big push around the club in the last two to three years in terms of tourism and in terms of you know customer service and you know your profile of the club has gone. Mm-hmm. Whoosh, yeah, um, not least of all because you you some famous golfers who like to play here as well. Yeah. But wh- what what has been driving that? Yeah, no so
3: from, from the outset, it, it's sort of the last two, two or three years that it's broke through from people looking in and um, we've been working at it very very hard from 2010 to 2011 and it's it's just starting to pay off now and the, the profile out there is very good the remuneration that we're getting for the green fees and stuff coming in speaks for itself and it allows us to do the things that we're doing on the golf course we've, we've got plans to do stuff inside as well but without, without that visitor trade it would be very hard to make those changes especially whenever we're uh, very much a members club and it it is all about the members and we're happy to welcome the visitors well that's the
0: point because you were telling me at the course today how many members you have so it is very much a members club very much but it it all seems to dovetail very well with the number of tourists that you get
3: yes it it, it does it has its challenges and um, we would we try and look after the members times as best we can it's not always possible with the demand that you have um, and we've been working very closely with tour operators and trying to grow that business so it's it's while you're working with them it's very hard to say no then if they ask for a time that it's not necessarily a member's time but it's close to members times and you know it might cause a little bit of upset but it's just about trying to get that balance and trying to judge it and hopefully the members then can see the reward that the course gets for because everything we do is you know the members will reap the benefits of it,
1: for sure. Well, later in the summer, as we mentioned, you have the Girls British Amateur here. Just how big a deal is that for this venue?
3: Oh, it's huge for us. Um, we've, we've held numerous GOI qualifiers and events over the years and we always have a rule that you know, if we're offered something like that we will accept it so the invitation to hold the RNA um, British girls was just a really big lift for the golf club and the amount of effort actually going into different things around the golf course to get ready for that tournament is phenomenal but the most important thing after that is that the members will reap the benefits from all the changes that we're, we're making for the tournament especially the, the practice ground, we've invested heavily in the practice ground you know, gone from 220 yards to 330 yards (laughs) you know and you can stand up there and well, you could hit driver Marsh. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people now get headed at three thirty, but um, and it's got some of the best views.
0: See, I, I, <laughs> I, I like it. I like I'm not going to bother retaliating <laughs> because you know he's wanted to talk. There's a couple of full <laughs> <laughs> drives. He's, like coming back, he's coming back. He's coming back. how did the how did the whole Rich Beam thing come about? Because Rich is a big advocate of the club, and you see him mm- tweeting about it from time to time. How did that sort of relationship? Yeah, it's huge, and he's been very, very good to us. And it just happened
3: by chance. The Irish Open was. At Royal Candy Down, um, he tweeted that he would like a game of golf. He was at there, He tweeted he was at the Irish Open working and he wanted a game of golf. i seen the tweet, replied from, I think it was from the Golf Club Twitter page at the time, and he took it up. He came down the following afternoon, we got a four-ball together, and there was possibly more Guinness than Parsh. Parsh was keybaiter. <laughs> um, but the, the relationship I'm just <laughs> <laughs> the relationship just took off in yeah. there, and um, he's coming back this summer before the Irish Open. He's been very good to us on Twitter. We keep in touch as much as we can, and we've just recently made him an honorary member for it's all the effort on, yeah. that he's put in. And it's <laughs> he loves it. It's been place. very good. He came down last summer and he done a night with. The members. Um, whenever the Irish Open was at shirt he didn't get a chance to play, but he took a look at the golf course and loved the changes.
0: And then done a night with the members that that evening, which went down very well. Which was very very good, very funny. So, ha- just people who want to play our glass, then what's the best times to try and get around, and what's what's the deal with the Was much today. Yeah, no, we,
3: we've got plenty of access, and and we try not to. You know, obviously we have a rate for. Um, the top paying visitors and we have times and stuff for that but we've plenty of open times we've plenty of opens on we've an open on every, uh, every other Thursday um, one of them being a senior open and um, then we have the odd sprinkling of opens on Saturdays throughout the season so th- there's plenty of opportunity but the best thing to do is visit the website and that if way. And
0: if you need any help just give us a shout we'll, well be very well happy to you help thank you for your hospitality it was, it was a f- outstanding day out there. I really enjoyed it even though the golf was crap for me on the first time <laughs> but it was a great day and thank you very much. no problem thank you very Cheers, much Deep wow. So our glass itself is less than two hours from Dublin, under an hour from Belfast, and only 30 minutes from Royal County down. And my playing partner today was journalist and author and pretty good photographer, Kevin Markham. And he has kindly joined us to talk about the course, the changes, and whatever else we can think of. Uh, Well done, first of all, on your 39 points today. Ridiculous
4: score, playing off eight, I have to say. And with a ding, what's that about? Uh, uh, It was uh, a lot of hard work. I mean, it takes uh, serious expertise to uh, play that kind of golf. And I'd just like to say you did inspire me. So (laughs) thank you, much.
0: So is handicapping down the south different from up north? Is it? It, it is. is. That's a bit about for yep. Should Absolutely. The are <laughs> They aware, Mr. B- Kelly. Yes, the
1: G R. I have been made aware that that, 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 <laughs> that card will be sent.
0: Uh, Mr. Markham, your job is to go around and write about golf courses and photograph
4: golf courses. Not a bad gig. No, not a bad gig. I I, I confess that it's uh, it's something that did fall my way, and uh, I do love doing it, and I'm very lucky to do something that I love, and I think. Um, everyone should try it sometime. <laughs> what did you make of the changes then at our glass? I think it's a, it's a huge improvement. Um, I mean, I've always liked the course. I think a lot of people do like this course. I know Tom Coyne, the writer in America, loves it. And uh, I think they're for the better. They're um, certainly with the bunkering. There's some very strong bunkering out there now. gives the holes more definition. Um, they've had a couple of phases of work done. I think they've, they've completed two. They've got a couple of other ideas that they want to work on. But... Um, The bunkering is definitely more prominent from the tee box which I think makes a huge difference on the inner holes because what really makes our glass stand out is the cliff the cliff top holes that you start with there are some really nice links holes as well but people remember the holes in the middle of the round which can be a little bit I don't know, I, I don't want to say mundane but they don't hit you in the same way. Now with the new bunkering I think that's changed dramatically and the, the, I think the, the change is when they're fully in because obviously at the moment they're still being protected um, but it's really going to be an improvement where do you think our glass rates now in terms of Lynx
1: Golf it has always sort of been the correlation of Royal County Down down the road but who isn't going to be in that sense but Lynx Golf in Ireland Royal
4: Royal County Down our glass where, where do you put the two together that's a very difficult question. Um, actually, we played, Morris and I played today with um, Paul Vaughan, who's the pro, and I did say to him, I said, so how do you like to pitch this course? I mean, do you pitch it as a cliff top course, do you pitch it as a Lynx course? And he said, well, look, you know, we've got Lynx holes, so we like to say that we're a Lynx course, and, and they have, they've got a, a good few Lynx holes, but they've also got the clifftop holes. Um, I mean, I would actually rather compare this to Old Head of Kinsale than Royal County Down, I mean, because it is a very different piece to Royal County Down. Um, um, it is an interesting and, and actually I'll go back there it's actually a really good pairing if you're going to play royal county down do something different come up and play here because it's a brilliant little course and um, when i say little i mean it's it's not easy it's it's short but you've got to play very solid golf to play it and and i think that makes it different and i like that and the cliff top holes that you start with one two three all the way down to four but they really they'll blow you away it's one of the best starts in irish golf and on a, on a, on a tourist basis you know
0: the scenic the views uh, are just sub- are captivating you know you're right there with your camera
4: today you think that's one of the big selling points of the club i think it's a very good selling point i always have conversations with people as to how important the views are there are some people who think views aren't important it's the golf course that matters i would disagree strongly with that i think history, uh, what's around it, what you can see, makes a massive difference. Um, I mean, one of our playing partners today, Greg, an American, he had no idea that Coney Island, which is just off the back of the 10th, tenth tenth? The, yeah. the par 3 10th, uh, he had no idea that that was Van Morrison's Coney Island. He thought the Coney Island in the States was Van Morrison's <laughs> Coney Island. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you take that and he, and he was like, oh, wow, that's brilliant. That's a great little yeah. selling point. So I think that what is around a golf course, what is on a golf course, all makes the experience and that's why you know that's one of the things that makes this uh, would it be fair to say that the last sort of 18 months have seen a
1: are we loosening of the purse strings from courses around the country are we getting back to signs of courses investing and and, and getting over the worst of things or
4: am i being a bit big things? I think there is a lot of investment, um, but it's limited to who or to which courses it, it, it is going into. Our glass is obviously a big enough course that they are doing the investment and they see the importance of it. Um, resort courses are getting a lot of work done. I mean, you look at pretty much any of the resort courses around the country, I'd say just about every single one, and they're investing under new ownership. They've seen what they've got, what they can do, and the value of investment the smaller courses are, are struggling um, I mean the, an interesting example is obviously your, your course Paul County Armagh it's 125 years old this year it's a lovely course now do they have the money to to invest in it I, I don't know you you can tell me better than most but certainly the courses in the I would say the country courses are, are still struggling and they've got some way to go before we can actually turn around and say yeah we're, we're, we're back to a good place okay two quick ques- uh, questions to finish What's your favourite course in Ireland and where's next on the Kevin Markham World Tour? Uh, favourite course in Ireland, Carn um, over in Belmullet, County Mayo. Uh, I always say that answer, I will never change. It is just the most amazing experience. Where next? Well, Royal County down tomorrow. That's doing very nice. And then I'm actually travelling abroad. Thank you very much. So I'll be playing in France. Yes, I knew. That's why I'm saying it up. He's playing the, the National course in Paris. He's playing oh, the, the Ryder Cup, Cup course. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Lovely, lovely. lovely. Awful, a
1: terrible life. Is 39 points. If he keeps going 39 points, you could get playing in the Ryder Cup <laughs> I'm actually playing twice
5: oh,
0: that's, <laughs> so right, uh, that that's, that's quite enough for me thank you for your time sir cheers uh, so today out in the course another of my playing partners who witnessed my fantastic golf is Greg mahoney who sounds like he should be from limerick but he's actually
6: from jupiter florida good afternoon and welcome to the podcast Ah, oh, thank you for having me uh, what did you make of our glass beautiful honestly People call, would call this a hidden gem, but it shouldn't be hidden anymore because it's amazing. I look forward to sending clients here for a long time. Yeah, you say send clients here. You work for Celtic Golf? Yeah, I'm an agent with Celtic Golf. Celtic Golf is a, It's in its 29th year of, of being a travel kind of provider. We are a tour operator, and we provide everything from hotels, chauffeur drives, self-drives, golf courses, restaurant suggestions, pretty much everything you can think of to have a five-star experience or as basic as you would like.
0: And you... It's, it's basically just courses in Ireland
6: and Scotland you deal with? No, we do England, okay. we do France, we do Wales, I, but I would say Ireland and Scotland are, are two places to come. So do you regular well. visitor to Ireland then? Yes, yes, yes. We come here quite a bit and we send clients here on the regular.
1: One of the things that I was talking about on the podcast, Greg, is this mix of Lynx land in Ireland and Parkland and how Lynx seems to be the draw. How are you able to get people here to play the Parkland courses as well? Be honest now. Well, t- to be honest with you, some people want to throw one Parkland
6: course in. With If I'm doing a week tour where they're playing six rounds of golf, they will say, hey, I want to play a Parkland golf course and some people to be brutally honest with you say i can play parkland at home i'd like to just play the seaside links every day of the week so
0: yeah and again is it the trophy courses that they want to play Have they heard of any of the other courses like art glass or is Possibly. it generally royal port yeah. russian royal county down
6: well no so honestly yeah they get they go they, they, i have three must-haves and it tends to be the port rushes the county downs the Ballet bunions the old heads the ones that are world 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 famous you know and then they say greg can you throw in a few suggestions of your own and that's where i push Ard Glass. I, I push the small I, like in, in the Southwest I push Dukes. So to me, oh. the Ard Glass is very similar to Dukes, where I don't understand why people don't say I want to go play Ard Glass or I want to go play Dukes. Because yeah, yeah. to me, this
1: would be one of the first places I would want to go to.
4: Yeah I think I think from from certainly from from from
1: our point of view and what, what we pick up a lot is that the trophy courses are obviously on top of everybody's list but yet you go to our glass you get a different round of golf and a different vibe and different atmosphere. Here, Port Stewart, Castle Rock, and now he likes a Ballyliffin. Bally Are they, you know, uh, is word getting out about those type of courses?
6: Yeah, absolutely. So I was fortunate enough to play played Ballyliffin earlier this week, and it was my first time actually playing the golf course myself. and it's, it's, it, to me, it, I would love to, to be able to package something to where it's only these, I don't want to call them side courses, but the non-world, world-famous golf courses because I think people would have such an amazing opinion on these kind of hidden gem golf courses to where they would go back and go, where would you play? Did you play Valley Bundy? No. Did you play Port Rush? No. But I played boom, 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 and I loved every minute of all of them. Because you walk into a club like Art Glass and you immediately feel like you're at your home club with your home members welcome to have a day of. if you want to have as much fun or as quiet as you want it to be you can have it so
0: and Greg kind of knows what he's talking about when it comes to golf because so today I played with Kevin who had 39 points I played with the hourglass pro Paul and Greg who plays off plus four and basically was on the web.com tour and he's been there done it and bought the t-shirt so <laughs> thank you for a, a lesson today
6: <laughs> I picked double for the t-shirt though <laughs>
0: So, in terms, so ter- you, you know about your golf, you know how to play golf. How do these courses rate then against some of the stuff you're playing
6: in Florida, say, you know, in terms of difficulty or. Well, also you can't even compare it, to be brutally honest with you. Like, so our tough golf courses in Florida, if you're from Florida, it's not going to seem as tough as it will for you. And it won't seem as easy for me as an easy course here in Europe as it would seem for you. So I always tell my clients that, hey, if you're a five handicap in the States, throw it out the window because it's going to be hard for you to play to the five handicap when you're in Europe and Ireland or wherever it might be because, A, the weather is usually worse, and the grass is different. Some courses are crazy firm yeah. to where how you can't much, hold How much green? difference does the grass actually make? Because we hear this a lot, especially with the pro players, yeah. but really kind of make that much difference? Oh, it's night and day. For example, in South Florida, we're in Bermuda, which is very, very grainy. A lot of the shots you hit over here, you wouldn't be able to hit in Florida because you can't bump a five iron from 80 yards up a hill because it's going to hit the grain and stop and just dig, you know? So in Florida and, and for the America, for the most part, it's a in the air game. Yeah. And today, what did it blow, 35 miles an hour for a little while and... There's no in the air game. <laughs> Growing up in South Florida, we we have a lot of wind, but this is still a little stronger.
0: Um, how long have you been working for Celtic Golf, and how have you seen the market in the last few years? Is it increasing or decreasing? Or
6: I'm a new agent of Celtic Golf. I joined this January full time, um, but I've I've helped do them do some programs for them in the past and help run some of their overseas kind of if they do an event because I have a, a history with help running an event, being playing full time and then also helping run other private events. I, I I can't really answer the direction in which it's going because I don't have enough experience as far as that.
0: But still a big interest in Americans coming to play. Oh, it's Dads huge. It's,
6: honestly, it's ginormous. We, we are growing every year and we are continuing to book for this year, which is a great thing to have happen, being that it's April, we're still booking
1: 2018 tours. Well, it's
6: great to hear Greg. Thank you so much for your time, sir. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Enjoyed Cheers. you all today. Thank you.
1: Now, as we stated earlier, we're here today courtesy of the nice people at North and West Coast Lynx Golf, Ireland, and Miriam Moore, Council. And John McLaughlin, who's the CEO of North and East Coast Lynx, joins us for a chat about selling Lynx Golf to the world. So, John, firstly, is this the best time ever to be selling Lynx Golf in the North? <laughs>
7: Yeah we've been waiting for this I suppose for a long time, Uh, we've been working hard on this, Uh, our company is 28 years old, Uh, we started uh, with golf courses in the west of Ireland and uh, moved uh, slowly north towards Donegal and then into Northern Ireland and uh, obviously um, you know, it, it is the World Cup for us um, for the next few years. Uh, the last few years as well with the Irish Open uh, coming to the clubs in the north and, and then Ballyliffin this year and then the Open Championship next year. Perfect time, yeah. I was
0: going to say, just, have you seen an impact from the likes of Rory and the Irish Open and that, that creating more interest in Irish golf? Yeah, I mean,
7: you know, since Rory's involvement, obviously, the whole um, the Irish Open is back to, uh, I was going to say to where it used to be, but it's, it's, it's actually gone way ahead of where it used to be. You know, um, uh, and in fairness to, to to Rory and Graham and Darren and and Park Harrington Carrington, um, you know, wh- when they're being interviewed, and we do a lot of events around the world, and uh, you know, the PGA Show, uh, we're doing tournaments like the Honda Classic, the Deutsche Bank, and these guys have been interviewed. They're always talking about Ireland, and you know, that doesn't come across over here as much. But when you see that in the States, um, you know, it's, it's on the networks all the time, and, and you know, they're great ambassadors to have. And uh, we, you know, we can't thank them enough for what they're doing. But Rory has been fantastic. Yeah.
0: And have you seen uh, definitely a growth in business in general over the last few years in terms of visitor numbers?
7: Yeah, so our business um, definitely has, has, has seen an increase. We're getting a 10 to 15% uh, growth rate a- every year. Um, you know, we're a small company based in the west of Ireland, uh, marketing these great golf courses. Uh, so as well as doing the events, promotional events, we're also uh, you know, booking the tea times, uh, the hotels, um, the, the transports, so doing the whole package for, for people coming in. Uh, we, we DMC... Uh, destination management company uh, so we do that for the uh, incoming tour operators as well so certainly um, uh, you know we're seeing a growth from both consumers
1: and from the tour operators. Is it is it impossible to sort of gauge the likely impact that the Open at Royal Portrush will have? Yeah, it,
7: it's, it's a difficult one because, um, you know, there's a great hype now. Um, uh, you know, the legacy is the, is the key for all of this and, and that's why um, I suppose with the Dubai Free Irish Open and the Open Championship the, the I suppose the, the, what we have to do is to make sure that the legacy continues and that we don't stop promoting Ireland because all these great tournaments have, have just taken place. Uh, we have to keep out there, we have to keep chasing it and the great thing about the open is it's going to come back you know so that's that, and they have done all that work there uh that's not there just for this year uh, that's there to be taken advantage of for for years and years to come
0: well you spoke about promoting and marketing the, the links courses that you deal with but how difficult it is it to you know america's a big place and that's just one of the one of the destinations in the world how, how difficult and how do you actually go about marketing irish links golf to the world. <laughs> yeah. it's a, it's an interesting winner, right?
7: Um, uh, you know, I suppose we we're, we're, we're showing today. We've swung from 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 the southwest here as well with us today, uh, and we've some DMCs and tour operators from from the UK and from Canada. Uh, so we, d- we do shows all over the world. We do some work in Germany, uh, Sweden, uh, in in the UK itself, um, and and obviously the states and Canada. So we have to be picky and choosy with what we do with our money as well. Uh, we have to try and maximise. Um. Uh, the the that I mean, the golf courses and the hotels put money into the into the marketing, and uh, and then we put money in as well, and then the governments put money in, and, and we have to manage that as, as best we can, and get the best possible bang for a book when we travel so i suppose we've had a lot of a lot of experience over the years um at this stage we kind of we know what works for us um obviously if we had more money we would be able to do more um and and definitely we're missing a trick here and there because we just don't have the funds to do it um we'd love to be doing a bit more on the asian market and um, we've dipped in and out of china a little bit um but um for um, us, you know, Germany, the Scandinavian countries, um, Denmark is Denmark and Sweden in particular, uh, Norway as well is, is starting to work. Um, but the North American market is definitely its still... Uh, it's like golf has been hurt, I guess, all over the world. You know, the, the amount of golfers is, is decreasing. But um, it's a huge market, uh, and in the States in particular, it's a big market. And they all want to come to Ireland to play golf at some going
0: outside of, probably other than Scotland, maybe Scotland and Ireland are still well up there in yeah. the world. world rankings yeah
7: yeah I mean you know I suppose we'd say Scotland is our competition but in fact um, you know um, people come to Scotland one year and come to Ireland another year so uh, we're actually going for the same uh, customer but um, we work together with them a little bit as well um, so uh, you know we have a particular group that that, that they go to the southwest one year they come to the northwest another year and then they they go to Scotland another year so yeah that kind of works well Um,
1: the northwest area no Ballyliff and Donegal, Port Rush, Port all those clubs there have been lifted by Rory and, and Royal Port Rush and all. Yeah. Can you sort of compare them to what's going on in the South West around Tralee, Ballybunion Because it's hard for us to get a, a grip of numbers, if you yeah. know what I mean.
7: Yeah, um, I suppose um, the South West would have had an advantage over, over the rest of the country uh, in the past, uh, you know, with Tom Watson and Ballybunion and, and, and Payne Stewart and all over. And they kind of, you know, the the the, the great habit that these great golfers had of, of going to that neck of the wood. So those go- those courses um, would initially have been the first choice when you're coming to Ireland. Um, as I said, we've been out there for, for many, many years, promoting the likes of Carn and Innescron uh, and Donegal and, and and Port New and Rossapenna, Ballyliffin, as we were talking about, Port Salon, those great golf courses, uh, and then into the north of Ireland, Castle Rock, Port Stewart, Royal Rush, and here in our glass. And, you know, definitely uh, what we've been doing is working uh, and between our efforts and then we talked about the impact of the pros uh, and then the tournaments and that is all having a big impact. Um, the South West will always be a great destination but we definitely have something equally as good uh, in this part of the world and uh, we deserve every bit of um, success that we're getting.
0: Well John thank you so much for inviting us to your event today and uh, thank you for your time sir. Thank you very much. Cheers.
1: On with the amateur news Mr Kelly. Leona McGrath beat her Duke team yet. Javerie Boonshant at the third extra hole to win the ACCC Women's Golf Championship for the third time in four years. It was her 10th collegiate title.
5: Yeah, I mean, just incredibly happy. It was was been a goal of mine to to win as many ACC titles as I could. And as a senior, this is my last chance, so to... To get an ACC title my freshman year in a playoff, and then again as a senior, is, for my third one, is I really couldn't have asked for a, a better end than that. I guess it was nice knowing that the team title was already there and coming back to Duke either way. So. When you're in a playoff against a teammate, I've I've been in playoffs against Lisa before, and I guess the the good thing is knowing that either way, that title's coming back to back to Duke, back to the same place. So conditions weren't easy at all today. Um, lots of wind, lots of rain, and no, I think the team fought incredibly hard, um, especially knowing we had quite a big lead going into the day to even build on that and, and make that even bigger against a strong Florida State and Clemson side. So, no, it's a huge confidence booster going into the rest of postseason. Um, I think we've maybe underachieved a little bit so far this spring, so it was, it was really nice to, to get a big win here and um, wait and see where we're going for regionals.
1: Leona revealed recently that she will skip the Curtis Cup this year opting to turn professional instead and Le- Livy Mahaffey was also in action. She was playing for Arizona State and she finished tied 5th at the Pac-12 conference. Olivia will be part of the Sun Devil side that begins the defence of their AA Championship next month.
0: Ireland's Alex Gleeson finished runner-up in the European Nations Cup in Soto Grande. The Castle golfer ended the event on level par, five shots behind winner England's Todd Clements. Ireland also finished second in the team event behind Champions England. And Ken Turks,
1: Mariette Martin won the La Scratch Cup Martin fired scores of 67 and 71 for a 10 under par, 1-3 at total and she finished 5 shots ahead of County Low's Deidre Smith.
0: The Rathmore Grammar School duo of Olivia McChrystal and Kira Brennan won the Irish School Senior Cup Final at Milltown Golf
1: Club. The Junior category was won by Mount Anvil. And CBS Ross Common defeated St Augustine's Dungarvan Garvin in the final of the Irish School Senior Championship at Monkstown Golf Club. the won were victorious in the Irish Schools Junior Championship. And hot off the presses today, as you will probably have heard, huge
0: congratulations to our VP of Programming, Olivia Mojave and Paula Grant who have been named on the GBNI Curtis Cup team to face the US of A at Quaker Ridge, New York on the
1: 8th to the 10th of June. Well done girls. Right, we've been focusing on Lynx Golf a lot this episode, but one recently opened Parkland course could well set the standard for the rest to follow. A Durham Manor in Limerick reopened to the public on Friday, April the 20th with a star-studded charity four-ball featuring Park Harrington, Rory McElroy Paul McGinley
0: and Shane Lowry. No expense has been spared by owners of the McManus family in reconstruction of the resort hotel and the golf course. To give you some idea, the Greens are the first in Ireland to feature super fine bent grass and the course is the first in Ireland to have a sub air system installed, similar to the ones used at Augusta to keep the Greens firm. Although I seem to remember Rory McIlroy may have had a sub air system in, uh, installed in his own personal green in Money Ray, but that
1: I may be wrong. Now, one of the first things that Rory did when he was speaking to the press was discuss his failure to win the Masters.
8: Yeah. I look upon the Masters as a very positive week. Um, I got myself in a great position after three days. Uh, you know, I was still three behind going into the into the final day. Patrick Reed did enough. I'm, you know, if anything a bit disappointed, I didn't put him under enough pressure early on. You know, I had a chance to get, you know, tied for the lead or uh, within one and I I just, I didn't do enough when I had to. But look, it was, it was a great week. It was another shot at trying to win another major. It didn't quite happen for me, but um, my game's in in good enough shape. I believe that I can go to the next three majors with, with a lot of confidence in my game, knowing that, you know, hopefully I'll have, I'll have three more chances to, to get another major this year. It's a unique position only five have done it and you were on the cusp, like you were the only man who could do it and you were in a decent position going into the final round. What's it like dealing with that situation? Yeah, you know, I I went out with the mindset on the final day, obviously giving myself a chance of of playing carefree, trying to play and freewheel and um, that's easier said than done. You know, I got onto that first tee and I was quite nervous and even though I was three behind, yeah, you know, I still felt like there was a little bit of pressure there for some reason and, and obviously I didn't play the first hole very well, but I got away with the par. Sort of settled me down a little bit, but I just couldn't get into my rhythm like I did the first three days. Um, but look, it's you know, it'll happen. You know, I, I'm I truly believe it'll happen. I play that golf course well enough. I've Five top tens in a row. I've given myself a chance. Uh, it didn't quite work out, but just the more I keep putting myself in those positions, you know, the you know sooner or later it is going to happen for me. What was it like? You know, in the immediate aftermath, as you kind of drove away from the course, it, it was tough. You know, I I was you no, know, I wasn't disappointed that I didn't win. I was just disappointed that again I didn't any pressure on the leader I, I guess that was my thing if i had to just put a little bit of pressure on it it might have been a different outcome but um yeah I look disappointed but then once you know i've you know it's been nearly a couple of weeks now and i've reflected on it and i uh you know I, I view it as a very positive week you know it's something to build on for the rest of the season look it didn't happen for me there but you know i feel with how my game is and if i play the way i have been playing it, it could happen for me you know another time this year
0: talk also turned to the Ryder Cup with all the golfers involved convinced the venue would be ideal for the 2026 staging it also coincided with Padraig Harrington putting his hat in the ring for the captaincy in 2020
2: to be able to play a golf course uh, of this standard in Ireland uh, is unique who would have thought it? you know and I think talking about the firmness of the greens which is a real key uh, the sub-air system is that um, Augusta National has a very few courses around the world it's a very expensive system um, which goes underneath the greens and sucks the moisture out the greens and controls the Firmness of the greens. Um, that's a very extensive uh, piece of machinery that's been put in there. That's why the greens can be so firm uh, this time of year. Um, but for me personally, uh, being involved a little bit in golf design, and um, to be sitting on the shoulder of Tom Fazio, who's the um, top of his game. You know, he's the Rory McIlroy of golf course architecture, and to be sitting on his shoulder um, as he. Uh, and listening to him as he goes around the golf course and, and explains different things that he's doing and why he's doing it, it was a great education for me. Um, and going back to the Ryder Cup, absolutely, I'm 100% behind, I'm uh, on the board of the European Tour, but I come off that board uh, as an Irishman, I'm 100% behind uh, this being a venue. I think it would be great, it would represent the European Tour incredibly well, but more importantly, it would represent Ireland very well. And as an Irishman, I'd be, I'd be very proud if uh, the Ryder Cup did come back here uh, down to the And the
1: event also served as an announcement for the J.P. McManus programme, which will be returning to the venue in 2020 on July the 6th to the 7th.
9: We'll try and do the best we can. It was very successful in the past and people have been marvellous in the way they've supported it and you know the charities run these uh, qualifiers to play in it which creates a lot of interest and excitement and it gives everybody the chance to Play with one of these distinguished pros that might normally have the chance, and you know, for reasonable money, and it includes a uh, an entrance ticket to get in to watch it for the two days. We charge fifty euros for a two-day ticket, and we're going to have a limit number of tickets. So, if people are interested. I don't believe uh, 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 they should get in early. Makes a good few fifty pounds to spend or fifty euros to spend for a gift for Christmas or a birthday or. A, Whatever, uh, I think it's a good way to spend it.
8: Yeah, and a lot of work went into the course, and you can see it. it looks fantastic. You must be delighted with it.
9: Yeah, it's turned out very well. We've a great greenkeeper here, Alan. He's, you know, he works night and day. and He's great staff. Do you know these buildings are fine and the course is fine, but if you haven't got the staff and the people give it the love that it needs you know so I'm so I'm so proud of the people that work here because they 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 give it their all and you know we want to make it a symbol of a dare and the manor and everything that the people you know once you come here you know we want to make sure that you're looked after properly It'd be nice to have the ro- their cup here, you know, uh, if it comes, it comes. Uh, I think we have the product that's capable of hosting it, um, but, um, you know, that's for another day.
0: And thanks to our friends at Sporting Limerick for chatting to JP, because we didn't get an invite. We right, didn't get down there.
1: Listen, <sighs> did you see the green fees for playing there? How much? €340 Euro if you walk in off the street. As a green fee? As a green fee. That's for one green fee. That's not for your four ball as I mentioned when they, were, when they were down there that day, by the looks of it, it's a lovely course. Uh-huh. And you wouldn't mind losing a few top flights in Long, Long River, on that lake. Would you spend €340 on a off, isn't it? Big deal. Now, I know it's pretty special, but that seems an awful lot of money. I don't know. Maybe, obviously, there are people who will spend Birthday present? Christmas present? Yeah, you'd... you'd one yeah. off? One off. Maybe a one off. Alright. Right, let's wrap up with the produce so the challenge tours in turkey this week for the turkish airlines challenge at gloria golf club clandy boys johnny Corwell is in the field that's his first starting of the year that is johnny yeah michael hoey cormac Sharvin, stuart graham rory mcgee and gary hurley are all playing and a few weeks ago I managed to get a quick chat with David Clare he's the director of golf at Gloria GC was in Belfast promoting Turkey as a golfing destination tell us a wee bit about the Gloria hotels and resorts in Turkey for people who make the trip what can they expect? well basically it's
10: five star all the way uh, the service from the staff, the friendliness of the Turkish people, the quality of the food and beverage has always been exceptional but now we've got the golf courses to again to a great level we have the Turkish Open that's been established now since 2013 we've hosted the World Amateur Championships we've had the Irish Ladies National Team over training several times lots of national teams coming because the quality of the courses uh, the quality of the service the food and beverage and we have over 300 days of sunshine so all in all it makes it uh,
1: perfect I think the one thing I would say is when I was there three years ago it was the weather was just unbelievable from start to finish, it was just like it never rains. Is ever getting rain out there? Occasionally, we get some rain uh, in December,
10: and then by mid-March, if you see a few clouds, then it's a uh, an occurrence. But no, basically, we have over 300 days of, of lovely weather. So that obviously means the conditions of the courses are great. We have unlimited water to look after them, uh, and it's that that makes the courses, you know, obviously condition-wise, so good. And it is
1: the condition of the courses, that's what's attracting the tour and those LGU and those elite squads they want to come down and practice because of the quality of the championship courses
10: Yeah definitely, what what uh, elite players are after a condition of the greens which is the major thing and I mean for example last weekend we had the European tour over, we have the challenge tour at Gloria in uh, April and the guy, with the agronomist was saying we could actually hold the event next week you know once we cut the greens down we get them running at 10, half straight away John Daly comes for five weeks a year Uh, we have six putting greens at Gloria, one of them we cut down for him very fast, he spends all day there, it's lovely, but that's what the, the elite players want, so that condition's guaranteed because of the weather
1: Well, one of the things obviously getting there, you had to fly via Istanbul but I believe the great news, you can fly direct to Belek now so you don't have to worry about the stopover.
10: Yeah, exactly, that's the reason now, uh, to be honest, we're here because obviously the Irish golfers are so important, they love the golf, they love having a good time and the biggest problem before was it was was three flights to come to Turkey whereas now with this direct flight, we just got to send the message out that uh, you know, Glory is there and Turkey Belek is there, Uh, we know that the guys will love it, the guys that have been in the past have loved it uh, but of course who wants to spend you know the whole day travelling whereas now a direct flight 4 hours is perfect so
1: and most of the deals are all inclusive which is the other big a- added benefit you go there you don't have to pay for any of your food or drink once you go through the doors exactly that's so it the all inclusive is massive
10: uh, there's nothing to but p- once you've paid the package price it includes the golf the transfers the uh, everything food and drink a la carte restaurants so there's no hidden costs so a group golfing away it's fantastic you know exactly where you stand it's been so
1: attractive and that's why it's been so popular and finally if you were thinking of heading over there I suppose just like anything else there's a high period a low period maybe a period when it's maybe a bit too hot for people so giving advice for a, a white pasty Irish man looking to play some golf No, that's actually the key point uh, the season starts
10: middle, middle of September but it's still warm then it's it's 30 plus degrees October's really good but we do have overseeding on all the courses so that's when the Bermuda grass dies off and we have to go with the cold season grass so it's not a great time but then from November through till the end of May to be honest uh, is perfect, it starts getting really warm mid to the end of January of, of March rather uh, say really warm 28 30 degrees so but it, it's fine it's there's no humidity uh so the best time to come really is October, November, March
1: Brilliant David, thanks very much
0: European Tour is in China for the Volvo China Open Frenchman Alex Levy, who won last time out in Morocco, is hoping to defend his title this week, played very well last week Yeah, superb to, win. did Mr Levy yeah, superb uh, win. Paul Dunn is the only Irishman in the field to be looking to rebound after missing the cut in Morocco, Dunn opened with a 1 under 71.
1: And on the PGA Tour it's the Zurich Classic of New Orleans which is a Purge event that trends something different over on tour Powrick Harrington surprisingly enough he's playing with Shane Laurie great right guest yeah. on that Graham McDowell's partnered with Ian Poulter and Seamus Powers lining up alongside David Hearn round one and round three will be played as four ball better ball round two and four will be foursomes
0: and on the RPGA the Mediheal Championship is on in San Francisco yes. it's all you and that is us for episode forty-six. Uh, keep in touch with us on Facebook, on Twitter at NI Golf
1: Podcast, and keep us up to date with what's going on in your club or where you've played. Yeah, or if you want to get home one, so they can rub it into the rest of us. You want to sicken us with photographs of like some lovely golf course where you're playing
0: around the world? Feel free. Uh, we'll be back again in a couple of weeks, back in the studio, and we'll have news from Castle Rock on the completion of our major redevelopment works because we're we'll get up there for the news.
1: We to get up and see how they've gone on. And we're also heading to Leffin then for the media. A day for the Irish Open. We've got a title to defend.
0: We have a title to defend. We team champions last year. Right.
1: year. Uh, so enjoy your
0: golf. Back onto uh, the proper fairways, back onto the proper teams. Two so so qualifies. qualifiers. No down. preferred
1: lives. No preferred lives in our glass. That's why I play crap. We played here in a couple of, we- couple of weeks ago with the Ulster Press Golf Society it was, and it was still no preferred lives. a no hard, hard course, hard course. Uh, so enjoy your golf, everybody, and we'll chat to you in two weeks. Back
6: there.